information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's an absolute pleasure being here with you for yet another week in which we talk about all the crazy things that happened this past week. Like, let's just unpack all of them. Let's just talk about them. Uh, what, what's happening is we're going to go through the news first of all, but uh, later on I'm going to talk about living together in sin, you know, as they call it, and <laughs> what religious people call it. Like, living together before you get married, is that a, I'm going to get your views and that sort of thing and then see what happens. And then we're also going to talk about teenage suicide. So yeah, those are two things, two of our main topics. But first, in the news that was stuff that happened this week, Bev was uh, the rumored to have committed suicide. Oh, not to committed suicide. She was rumored, rumored, to have, rumored to have been stabbed to death. And then social media going wild, like once again. Turned out it wasn't true. It's just like so weird. Like, like social media just gets out of hand. Like, why are we obsessed with the death of people? Just and uh, making up stories about death. It's just weird. Uh, from what I hear, some people make stories about uh, make up stories about themselves. I think there was one called uh, uh, one time. Apparently, Lady Squander did that, which is weird. I'm not suggesting that Bev could have done that. I think she's got enough pole issues at the moment to do that. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like so weird. Like, yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, also happening this past week, uh, uh, Anne Kansima. News came out that Anne Kansima could be coming to Zimbabwe on the 14th of November. At least, well, in, in effect, she put it up on her website that she'll be performing in Zimbabwe. So uh, I think she, from pictures I've seen from her website, she does a lot of stand-up as well. So uh, it should be interesting. Um, you know, people are used to seeing her viral videos and that sort of thing. So it'd be interesting to see what she looks like, uh, or what she sounds like, or whatever performance she's going to do. She does in person. She's won loads of awards. Uh, so yeah, definitely, she's probably worth her salt at least. Uh, also happening this week, the president of Zimbabwe read the wrong speech. Did you guys see that? That was that was just so weird. Um, he reread the State of the Nation uh, address. Um, Instead of reading the opening of Parliament uh, one, I like the part of the opening Parliament uh, one. Uh, uh, you know where you talked about the fact that uh, public officials will have to uh, declare, you know, their interests and so forth if, uh, when they get into public. I mean, you know, you want to have that, right? You know, declare the assets and sort of sort of thing. But it's just so weird. How do you how do you give the president the wrong speech though? I mean, yeah, you have one job. You, you're the person who hands over the the right speech to the president. You give him the wrong one. It's just weird. It's just, I don't know. Uh, Avenue's clinic this past, uh, this past week, that was, uh, was really strange. It uh, got flooded. Uh, anyone can get flooded, to be honest. It's just like, yeah, some of those things that can just happen. But, uh, yeah, but uh, they were able to respond to it quite quickly. So um, I think it was just for a limited period of time. For people who are saying, who responded, uh, was, uh, who were housed at uh, the institution, uh, who were patients there, uh, they say that in no time the, the, the plumbers had worked in it and sorted it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But it was weird. It was like, you know, I don't know. Just seeing the pictures is like, wow. This is like crazy. Uh, finally, oh, not finally. The Monday night open mic is on this coming week at uh, the Book Cafe. For me, what, what makes it all strange is the fact that, well, you know, uh, not many venues uh, try to do open mic at their venues. Like, they, all, a lot of them are open on Mondays, and there's not really nothing really happening. But imagine if they decided we're going to do open mic. You know, let's have open mic and uh, try and find new nuggets and uh, performers and that sort of thing. You never know what you could unearth, really. People are sitting out there that don't have stages to perform, that's all. So, yeah. 
open mic at the uh, at the Pamberi Gardens X uh, Book Cafe in the back entrance and sort of thing. It's going to be back. So shout out to them. And then finally, remember Shoko Festival is on between tw- uh, between the twenty fourth and twenty sixth of September. Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, the tickets are five dollars. You get to watch Casper your vest for five dollars, or Wusi as well for five dollars. It's like you know, yeah. All right, good to that. And uh, they'd also interested because our junior brands could be performing there. So it's Gatsby Warriors, Simbiz, and all budget people that are performing there. So yeah, so pretty excited about that. Uh, it's happening at the Zimbabwe Museum, uh, Zimbabwe Museum of Human Sciences. Yeah, so they call it. Uh, that's the museum, the National Museum, for those who like kind of think like, what the hell is that? As well as in Chitungiza. So yeah, make sure you make a date. Uh, tickets available already. So yeah, be there, be square. On the other side, we talk teenage suicide. Her name is Larry. You're listening to Criticast. Uh, this past weekend, we woke up to like some really sad, sad news. Uh, we found out that uh, uh, the daughter of um, the, the the young daughter of the youngest daughter of Chiwoniso Malaida with Andy Brown, Chiwoniso Brown, had uh, taken her own life, and she was 15. And it was like, 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 wow! It was, you know, it was just one of those things of just sitting there. I'm just like, oh gosh, like I, I, I you just don't know how to digest that information. Uh, someone so young and full of promise, and I had met her a couple of times, and she was such one of the most optimistic people that I'd ever met. And uh, she was just, you know, she looked like she was just planning some amazing things in her life. She's an amazing bitter player and that sort of thing. And uh, she was just, yeah, she's a beautiful child. So, so sad. Uh, you know, it's, it, it gives you a, a level of hopelessness and frustration. And it's, if it's devastating for someone like me, who's a, who is just on you know, the periphery, to be honest, imagine what's happening with family, friends, Amara Brown and so forth, and the community she lived in, the friends she had and so forth, uh, classmates and neighbours, you know, wondering what, if they could have done something to prevent with the, uh, you know, what caused that. And uh, there were so many discussions that happened. It's things that I can't corroborate that I've, that have been in the in the public spaces, but you know all that stuff happened. It's just so sad. And so I went online. You know, you know, you start thinking to yourself like, what is, what, what drives kids to do this? And I thought about the statistics, and uh, it's it's just really strange. You know, um, in the, uh, the a lot unfortunately a lot of the statistics that are available are, are out to do with the United States and that sort of thing, but. You find out that uh, in the United States, uh, suicide is like the sec- teen suicide is the second leading cause of death for ages ten to twenty-four. That's just, just that's just like mind blowing. The second leading cause of death for uh, college-aged youth. So that's talking about people between the ages of twelve and eighteen. Uh, it says more teenagers and young adults die from suicide than from cancer, heart disease, AIDS, birth defects, stroke, pneumonia, influenza and chronic lung disease combined. This is information from Jason Foundation. I think they got a percentage for disease control. Uh, each year in the United States, an average of over 5,400 attempts by young people uh, between grades 7 and 12. Four out of five teens who could attempt suicide have given clear warning signs. So a lot of times I think, and I know this happens a lot in, in Zimbabwe. I'm, I'm t- trying to bring it back home here. Yeah. When we kind of like, if, if someone's having issues, we just kind of expect them to just walk it off, you know. Say, you know, just, just uh, you know, it runs out of that sort of thing. And uh, this is a frightening stat. Girls think about uh, and attempt suicide twice as often as boys and tend to attempt suicide by overdo- overdosing on drugs or cutting themselves. 
you know, but boys die from suicide four times as often as girls because they tend to use more lethal methods such as uh, firearms, hanging or jumping from heights and that sort of thing. And, you know, in all of this, I, th I think you think of that song by Babyface and, and, um, and uh, uh, Babyface baby and, and Eric, Eric Clapton was, no, 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 Stevie Wonder, how come, how long? Uh, you know, so you, you want to just be involved. Uh, sometimes maybe parents are so close to the situation and, and, you know, they don't see the signs as often as other people do. But if, you, if you're the outside, just get involved. Right now, we've lost a really, really young life and a really young, promising life. Because I think a lot of us might have seen signs, but we never thought it could escalate to such a thing. Because, you know, like, you know it happens to other people. It doesn't happen to people that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Famba Shakanaka, Chieza, you know. And you'll be, you'll be dearly missed by those who are around you and those who... Are, Hold you in such high regard, and yeah, and to to the family, Amara, and everybody else, and you know, our hearts go out to you. Yeah. Yo, Stone Boy representing. You don't know for Africa, for Ghana. You're listening to the Query Cast with Larry. Bim, ah, boy, keep it up. The name is Larry. You listen to the Query Cast, and uh, this past week on the socials, uh, this is my WhatsApp, and as well as my uh, Facebook, I asked the question. Uh, what, what, do, what do people think about uh, living together before you get married? You know, some people think, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you can't live together until you get married. And other people think, like, yeah, yeah, you've got to test the, test the ground first. I'm not really going to preempt what people said. I'm first going to go through the WhatsApps, and then we're going to go through as much of the Facebooks as possible. And I'll give you a little bit of my opinion. I think it depends if you are a girl, you know, like if you're a teenager or if you're still young, just see going and living with a man I wouldn't I wouldn't advise a young lady to do that really because if there's a chance of you getting married why not just getting married and then you can still live together there's no problem really because you still be together anyway and then Looking at mature people, you know, maybe you've been married before or you're mature, you know what you're doing or you've been married. It's okay. You can live with a guy before you get married or before a wedding. Then in the pipeline of living together or in the pipeline of uh, being together, you then decide some men or some guys they then decide to marry you i've seen people getting married after maybe a long long time like uh, some of my parents you know and my guru they my my guru, she got married after she had like five kids um, my journey in terms of cohabitation before marriages i've been with my fiance for four years now we got engaged in our fourth year anniversary uh, my journey with with him has been amazing, fantastic. Our personal decision for all the years was, you know, to share. We always used to stay at each other's houses and share a bed, and that was never a problem. We made the decision quite early on in our relationship that we'd abstain from sort of all sexual contact. And we've, you know, with God's help, 
we've been actually able to do that. Of course, we have made some mistakes along the way, but generally, you know, we've been able to keep ourselves from each other and we're just, you know, in a place where we can just share a bed now and there's no awkwardness or sexual tension there. However, only in the last couple of months, I just feel like God's been speaking to me and I feel quite convicted recently about sharing a bed with him. Um, and he's not my husband it started with sort of uh, the odd church message or you know friends saying things to me um, not me personally just I just felt God was really speaking in lots of different ways to to communicate that maybe this wasn't really his best for me and when I sat down and thought about it my personal decision is to to to, to do things according to God's will and to build a foundation in my marriage and in my relationship that's based on um what God desires, not what I desire, but what God desires. So I've made the decision in the last couple of months to, you know, to stop staying over each other's houses now and we don't, you know, share a bed anymore until we're married. It's really difficult. It's really, really hard after four years to do that and to separate ourselves from each other. I think it's not okay for us to live together before marriage. Just because the guy can relax, even when you're not with somebody, the best strategy we should first get married, then we stay together. And I think it's wrong because if we just live together, upon no commitments, no guarantees, you can move on quickly. Larry, um, with regards to living together before you get married, I will, my personal opinion, I think that if the couple is mature, at least if, well, basically if they're above 30 years old, then uh, go for it. But uh, besides that, it may not be a good idea. But I think if they're a mature enough couple, yeah, why not live together? But what are you waiting for? Stop wasting time. Just get it um, done. For me personally, I think cohabitation is something that you need to search for yourself. Like, how do you feel about it? You can have a, a cultural conviction, you can have a religious conviction towards it, but it is something that you just need to do according to what you're comfortable with. If you and your partner are comfortable with living each other before marriage, I don't see anything wrong. The only problem is that you might have to live with a few people before you get then get married, which is probably like more longer term than a cohabitation relationship. I'm not saying that people don't have long term relationships before they're married, but like it's more likely that you will have a longer term relationship when you're married. So for me, in that essence, I would rather not have a cohabitation relationship and wait till I get married. <laughs> So those are some of the comments from people who I uh, got from who got responded on the WhatsApp platform. And yeah, that's what they had to say. Now, looking at those who uh, responded on the Facebook, some people said, I think if you, uh, this is Dumar, I think if you settle into cohabit, it's a very real reality that it is likely to be the optimal level of that relationship. Not to say cohabitation does not make for happy homes and long relationships, just to say that it really goes legal unless you uh, live in a state that is uh, recognized as common law marriages. Yolanda says different strokes for different folks. People uh, want different things in life. Some are happy with cohabitation, some aren't. At the end of the day, it's about individual fulfillment or happiness or whatever. I personally see no problem, although it goes against what we are taught in church, ETC. I've seen people that live together for years actually getting married eventually. Married or not, you know if a relationship will last or not. It has nothing to do with a piece of paper or sharing the same uh, roof. 
Uh, Aaron says, my husband and I cohabited before we were married and we have a very happy, strong and stable marriage. There we go. Somebody coming out there. We knew everything we needed to know about each other and our respective habits uh, before we're legally joined. And I personally think it is the way to do it. And also just because you live together, it doesn't mean you have to have sex if that's your issue. Uh, also, Lila Sensola said, you never really know a person until you live with them. You learn how they think, how they are with money. Uh, the the what they value um, the value they place on everything. I think if more people cohabited, people's expectations of marriage would be more realistic. Dirk says you don't really know what you can deal with uh, each other's nonsense. You know, you don't really know if you can deal with each other's nonsense until you've tried living together. People should live together at least a year before marriage. Jackie says by the time you dated. Then move in together. You're you're pretty serious, right? Just moving in as a roommate is a business arrangement. Weddings are celebrations with family and friends that you're committing to each other. You can do that privately with no wedding, but marriage gives you rights. You commit to fidelity, loyalty, support, sharing, and that sort of thing. The marriage provides a legal framework too. Rudo says cohabiting is an easy option for men or even women who don't want to commit. It's a sin for a man and a woman to live together while being married. Fair, fair enough, it's a piece of paper. But uh, then what's wrong with getting that piece of paper and securing a union as requires in the eyes of the Lord? Uh, also, uh, just looking at that, uh, Artendo says, cohabiting is a form of marriage. Uh, at, at law, even in Shona culture and tradition, Brian says, cohabiting is cool. I don't mind, but once your family hears you're in such, you are uh, ostracized, labeled as an outcast. And finally, Bongani says, cohabiting is okay as a temporary arrangement before marriage, but not as a permanent arrangement. I think couples should move in together for some time before they can fully commit. The African culture of keeping your daughter on a leash until her wedding day is really outdated in this modern society. Now, what do I think on the subject? I think it's down, I've always said, uh, individual choices. You've only got one life to live. And if you guys can deal with whatever you're dealing with uh, and you got your arrangement, you understand each other and that sort of thing, then go ahead with it. Uh, I think uh, life has just become too flimsy for people to sit there and say, I need you to do things the way people did them 300 years ago. 300 years ago, they were trying to figure it out. Nobody's lived before, so, you know, and nobody's ever been exposed to the circumstances we're living in nowadays. The pressures, with the different pressures that we have today, there's similarities and that sort of thing, but it's not quite the same. Yeah, so I'm going to say, just do what you can. Just figure it out as you go. Nobody's figured this out. It's flimsy. Just do it. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on This Was Criticast. Join me on ZFM Stereo on Friday between uh, 6.30 and 7.00 on The Switch. And on Tuesdays, I'm starting a new show, Tuesday Night Football, or taking off a new show, uh, a show that was there. Tuesday Night Football uh, that I'll be uh, anchoring and gonna keep it exciting. We'll talk about everything football, crazy, you know, and all that sort of thing. So it's going to be a sports program. Also on ZFM Stereo between 6.00 and 6.30 on Tuesday. Mark your date. In, other than that, get in touch with me by email. Info at Laddie queerirai.com or on twitter at queerirai other than that take care of yourself and the people that you love and i what i leave with this week is saying the end of time may be coming or may not be coming just keep living then is larry it's been the criticast take care of yourself if you don't like them i'm sure your sister will hey babe you want to go out